time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome to the next step. Today I have with me David Santillan Giles, and I am the managing partner and co-founder of Santo de Piedra Mezcal. We are one of the most exclusive and best tasting agave spirits into the world, and we are facing a, a good moment. I am thankful for, for having me today with you. Oh, sure. Thanks for coming on. All right. So not everybody who's listening is going to know what you mean by agave spirit. So let's just start there. What, what exactly do you sell? The agave is a plant from North America and uh, with a lot of presence in Mexico. It has been used for centuries, mostly used to distill spirits. What we are doing is, is, is uh, mezcal. Mezcal is an agave spirit, uh, and, and probably the most known agave spirit right now is the tequila. The main difference that we have in comparison with tequila is that we essentially were crafting a high-gain spirit. It, 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 if I can make a comparison with whiskey, uh, we are making a single malt whiskey. Single malt whiskey instead of moonshine it's, it's, and vodka. Exactly, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so you mentioned Mexico, and from the name of the company and your name, you are from Mexico, yeah? Yes, I am from Mexico City, and our company is based here in, in, in terms of uh, operation, and we produce our spirit in Oaxaca, in the south of the country, which is a very special land, very mountainous land, uh, very beautiful, and essentially is, is, is um, the spiritual home of, of Mezcal. Great. Mostly you're selling now outside Mexico. Yes, that's right. We basically are trading in seven countries, including some of the most sophisticated cities in the world, London, Montreal, Tokyo, Paris, uh, Kuala Lumpur, Mexico City, obviously. And, and, and uh, we are just very happy because we're about to land in New York in the coming weeks. About three years ago, you were in the first class of Fledge Peru down in Lima. Uh, we were really excited yes. to get a Mexican company to come down to Peru. That was extremely exciting for my partner down there, given Mexico is a much bigger economy than Peru. And yeah. you know, three years ago, I think you had, you had a couple clients in London, and I think you were dreaming of Amsterdam, or you sold a few bottles in Amsterdam. Yes. And now you have seven cities, uh, seven big cities with more coming. Uh, you're, it's working. You're succeeding, right? People, people are enjoying your product. People are buying your product, yes? Yes, we're very thankful with our consumers, uh, our very loyal consumers. And, and yeah, we're very happy because we believe we bring to the market something unique in terms of the quality of the spirit, but also is coming with a special aura of, of the very pure and transparent creation and way of operation that our clients love. So clearly, David here is a sales guy. You can just tell from his answer there. So everything's going great. You're just you know relaxing on a rooftop in Mexico City with your feet up and a drink in your hand and, and the company just works? I will love it, but it involves a lot more of work. Uh, I just take about a week, off, a week off every year, but mostly on my day today, it's very stressful. So normally my, my schedule starts about 4 a.m. when I have a briefing with London, then comes the operation uh, in North America, Canada, U.S., Mexico. Then in the night, I uh, start my operation in Tokyo. So basically... I am, I am I'm, um, dealing with, with uh, several clients, several hours, and uh, yeah, and basically with the challenges that comes with operate a company in, in terms of manufacturing logistics. As you know, we trade alcohol, so we are a very regulated industry in our country and each market overseas we trade. So it's, it's 
a lot more of work, but also, yeah, it includes some fun, some bars, uh, some uh, dinners constantly. Yeah, that's, it's, it's um, a perfect balance between a lot of work, but also, yeah, a lot of fun. So not that easy. Like you're having high class problems. So you're having the problems of being able to produce enough to drive the demand as well as the problems that you're succeeding in these cities. And so you want more cities and you want to increase your demand. Right. That, that, was, that was one of our main concerns when we started this company. So we have been constantly investing in being able to sustain uh, uh, the growth in our uh, geographic coverage. So basically, yeah, we have made, been made some investments in agaves, in a new mold for increase our bottling capacity, and etc. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's crucial to be prepared to scale without broke the supply chain of our clients, which could be um, a disaster for us and a disaster for them. Yeah, and, and on top of that, as you said, it's, it's kind of like whiskey, right? You can't just make twice as much tomorrow. It takes time to make. Exactly. And then in the case of this particular company, it's a very high-end product. It's, it's, not a, it's not a bottle of tequila. Every one of the bottles that Santa de Piedra is in is hand-blown. So you know, in order to sell twice as many, you, you actually have to sit there with a glass blower making twice as many bottles. Exactly. Yes, it's, 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 it's challenging to scale world manufacturing. And yeah, in terms of the bottling, we made an investment in a special kind of mold that allows us to the first blow of, of this can be made with uh, pneumatic energy, but the finishing, the, 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 the delicate part can be made by a blower, a professional hand blower. And this uh, allows us to be more efficient in our way to bottle. We, we can produce up to 1,000 bottles a day right now. Yeah. Uh, wow. Three years ago, three yeah. years ago, we only had capacity to blow about 200 bottles in about two days. I mean, one, 100 bottles a day, more or less. And so how many bottles are you making now? What, what's, what's your production up to? We can produce up to 1,000 bottles a day. And are you producing 1,000 bottles a day? Are you filling 1,000 bottles a day? Not right now, but things are looking that next year we're going to achieve that, that capacity. And some of that is you're going to be in New York and you said T- Tokyo is not quite live yet? Yeah, well, we, ha- we follow a four-step process. Tokyo, we are in the soft landing. The trade in key accounts, we start to engage press, we start to engage influencers, and uh, we start to getting early, early, early traction. In the case of New York, we are just about to start our, our full landing which is essentially prepare the trade in, in, in biggest volumes, not just to the key accounts, but for a biggest universe of clients, a biggest universe of press. I mean, it's, it's like, um, it's like go to the, yeah, it is go to the market in full with, with your full capacity for that market. Yeah. And you have partners in each city and you have some staff spread around the world as well, correct? Yes, we, we work in a way to be more efficient as possible. So yes, we always look for local partners that help us in the logistic and the distribution of our spirit. Great. And so what, what, other, what other issues are you facing or what, what other pieces do you want to share with the, with the listeners? Well, I think not, not often do we, we think enough about uh, our cash flow. And, and that's key because basically, yeah, you can have a great market, you can have a great product, but if your cash flow is, doesn't working, you are going to have a lot of troubles. And uh, we learned that. We learned that. And, and, and that's one of the things that has challenged uh, too much to us. And we are in the, I think we're in the right path to solve that. But if I can give just a single advice to any listener is 
plan carefully your cash flow because if you plan this properly, you are going to avoid a lot of headaches and, and troubles. Yeah, my, my guess is a lot of listeners have no idea what you mean by cash flow. So uh, I'll ask a leading question here. A, a bunch of the fledglings in this, in this this year, last year, years past, have been dealing with the issue that they produce something physical. Let's just, we, we have a company in Botswana. It uh, aggregates and packages up honey. And we had some great news. We had a giant customer from Namibia and another one from Lesotho and another one, I think, from Zimbabwe. They all want to buy our honey. Problem is that we pay the farmers when we pick up the honey, the raw honey, and they pay us 30 days after they get the bottled honey. So we get to finance their sales. So my yes. guess is that you have something equivalent, right? You're bottling up mezcal in Oaxaca. You're shipping yes. it halfway around the world. And then how long until they pay you? Oh, it is, it's a bit more challenging than 30 days. Basically, as, as we trade in overseas operation, basically we, we can take up to 120 days to be paid plus the 30 days we, we made investment to produce a bottle. So essentially, a batch can take up to 150 days to be paid to us. And, and then when seven markets operating at the same time, cash flow could be very, very stressed. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it's good, but when it's stressed, it's really, really stressed. Diving into logistics for a minute. So Oaxaca is on the Pacific side of Mexico, pretty far south with no major port there. How do you physically get the bottles, uh, the cases of the bottles from there to, let's say, Amsterdam? Well, let's say if we use the example of Amsterdam, uh, there are two main ways. And it depends, obviously, of our client. But let, let's go the usual one. The usual one is by sea. So what we need to do is to handle the logistic operation in a truck that, will be, that needs to be authorized to go inside into the customs uh, installations in the Veracruz port in the Atlantic Ocean of Mexico. Veracruz is about 500 kilometers from Oaxaca. So basically, we need to move a batch to the port, and then into the port uh, is an operation of 15 days uh, in terms of logistics, because basically, the ships are scheduled by twice a month. So essentially, we need to catch in one of those dates, and et cetera, et cetera, and the, and the processing into the customs can be, can be the longest part of that. After that, after, after the product is into the ship, uh, basically travels around uh, the sea, then comes into the customs in, in the market uh, in the country for which will be traded, then needs to come to a bonded warehouse. And from the bonded warehouse will be allocated into the venues or could be allocated into a reseller. That, that last end mile of the operation depends entirely of the regulation of each market. That's quite an operation. That, that's a whole lot harder than anybody doing anything within one country. I can see why you, you keep your eyes so tight on that cash flow and yeah. why you are not just worrying about selling new customers in new cities, but why you, when you went through your day while you were also keeping an eye on the, on the whole logistics chain. Yeah, logistics is key. And, and, and essentially, in each consumer good, logistics could be messy if, if you try to scale, but you're not prepared. Okay. And last question for me is like three years ago, you were about five people. How many people work for the company now? We are still, we are still uh, five people full-time, obviously with more work. And, 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 and we have, how say this in English, uh, uh, temporary workers, depending when, when, when we have more work that the one we can handle. So kind of amazing that you can run a global company with five people. It's, it's really challenging, but it's, it's part of, of the things. We, we, we are trying to be a, a company relatively flat in terms of maintain our operation, operational costs. It is challenging. 
Okay. Anything else you want to share with the listeners? Oh, um, just just that. Uh, keep in mind your cash flow. Keep in mind your logistics. And yeah, sometimes uh, there are challenges coming every single day. But it's part of doing this. This uh, of build a company. I think there is nothing more beautiful than build something from zero. So keep on it. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks to you for having me.